I tried that and it didn't work, and I tried that and it didn't work, and I tried that and it didn't work, and I tried that and it didn't work. Because you think that trying something for a little while ought to bring you a big return. But life does not work like Apple. Life does not click and it appears. Some stuff takes time. Greatness takes time. It takes time. You got to be prepared to get a thousand no's to get one yes. The thing you need to win is resilience. You can't just keep trying different stuff, different stuff, because you can never say something didn't work when you didn't have try. Be resilient. Stick it out. Winter, spring, summer, fall. Resilient. Life is going smoothly, then the bottom falls out. Everything is coming up roses, then the bottom falls out. Everything is working out in his favor, and then the bottom falls out. That life starts going your way finally, then the bottom falls out. You plan your retirement, and now you have to take care of your grandchildren. You plan for life to work a certain way, and then the bottom falls out. You're looking for this, and God sends that. You have to be awfully immature to think that every day is going to be a good day. Some days are better than other days. And some days, if it ain't one thing, it's another. What would you do if you knew you could fail, but understood that that failure could be a real blessing in your life? Now, that's a good question. Because I think we don't reach our possibilities, not because the door isn't open, but because we stop before we get to the door. Every possibility is surrounded by obstacles and challenges. I've never had a possibility with a clear path that I had no opposition to and just ran up there and knocked on the door and everything opened and everything was good. That only happens in the movies, friends. Resilience. Resilience, the ability to return to the original form after being bent or being compressed. That's the dictionary's definition of resilience. The ability to readily recover from illness or depression. Resilience, being able to withstand setbacks, financial crisis, loss of loved ones, loss of enterprise, and loss of health. How would you ever handle it if you lost everything you had today? What would it take for you to pull yourself up and start all over again? How resilient are you? Could you learn from all your disappointments and start all over again? What would it take? It would take a lot of positive self-talk to muster up the energy to begin again. It would take a lot of concentration to block out the noise and the clutter and the negative voices of others around you. It would also take what? A lot of self-reliance. Your future success has everything to do with you. What's happened has happened. You would need to get on with your life and begin again. It would take a lot of faith and trust in God to move ahead. It would take a lot of self-appreciation, knowing that you have the skills and the talent and the strength to do it one more time. Resilience, the ability to bounce back from adversity, no matter how large or how small. Possibilities are always surrounded by challenges. You got to get through the challenges to get to the possibilities, but it's worth it. It's kind of like a Tootsie Roll. You got to get through the hard stuff so you can get to the good soft stuff. That's the way it is with life. That's the way it is with possibilities.
What's the use of always keeping thinking of the past? Each must have his tribulation, water with his wine. Life, it ain't no celebration. Trouble, I've had mine, but today is fine. It's today that I'm living, not a month ago, having, losing, taking, giving, as time wills it so. Yesterday, a cloud of sorrow fell across the way. It may rain again tomorrow. It may rain, but say, ain't it fine today? If a cloud of sorrow comes over here, ain't it fine today? Living in the moment, getting everything we can out of where we are in the moment where we are right now. The other thing is willingness to let people and things go. You want to live a life of fulfillment. You've got to be willing to let certain people go in your life. When they're no longer good for you, just let them go. Just to hold on tenaciously really doesn't make really good sense, all right? Just many times we do it because we don't realize that we might desire it, but we don't need it. Face the truth about life and deal with it. Whatever happens to you, use everything for your upliftment, learning, and growth. Everything that happens, use it for your upliftment. What can I get from this? How did I end up here? What's the blessing in this for me? Ask yourself that whatever it is, and don't let it go until you get your blessing out of it, because there's a blessing there. There's something for you in everything that happens to you for you to learn from that experience. Look at it, examine it, analyze it, until it reveals itself to you, and then get what you need from that and move on. It takes time to make changes in habit and discipline. Here's the ultimate challenge. You've got to have patience with yourself. It takes time to correct old errors in judgment. I'm telling you, it took me some time. I used to blame the government and blame taxes and blame the company. It took time to give that up and only blame myself. So have patience with yourself, number one. Number two is to keep doing it. Be persistent. As long as you are patient and persistent, it's hard to elude success. As long as you maintain patience and persistence, there's only one person, just one person, that will draw the line between success and failure. And that person is you. So be patient. Be persistent. You need both patience and persistence together. And here's why. Lack of patience is probably the worst enemy of ambition. Impatience wants to give up. Impatience calls discouragement failure. But your ambition won't let you give up so easily. Not if you're persistent. What others may call failure, ambition calls a learning opportunity. Ambition knows that the longer the achievement is incoming, the more valued it is. Oh, please, listen to yourself. You know the feelings, if you start listening to the feelings in your heart, and I'm doing it now more every day, I find that my feelings, I can trust them. And I say to you, that as you look toward the future, you look at life on a daily basis, if you've heard something within yourself that you know that, that what you're doing now doesn't fit for you, it doesn't work for you, it's not giving you what you want, and there's something else that you want to do, don't allow that inner doubt in you to talk you out of it, to tell you why you're not good enough. You ignore that inner voice and all of the external voices. Don't judge the possibilities for what you can do based upon the circumstances, because the circumstances won't determine who you are. Don't determine what you're able to do based upon your resources. Don't determine what's possible for you based upon where your life is right now. Where your life is right now is not you. That's just what it is right now. But the 
possibilities for you are unlimited. It's unlimited if you're coming back from adversity and devastation. It's unlimited of what you can do. That's the capacity of human beings. It doesn't matter how many mistakes you've made. It doesn't matter how many flops you've had. It doesn't matter how much money you've lost or what you learned from life. Not losses, but investments of what's possible for you. And I say to you that once you start listening to yourself and as you begin to act on your dream, you will start seeing things opening up for you. You'll start attracting people. you start brainstorming. Ideas will come out of nowhere as you focus on it. The key to it is to begin to focus because as you focus on that which you want to do, that which we focus on, that which we give our energy to, it will begin to multiply. It will begin to expand. It will begin to develop your consciousness. And out of that comes your greatness. Out of that comes a commitment. Out of that comes a passion for life. Out of that comes a special power that you have in you. See, the, the powers that we have will never reveal themselves if we don't challenge them. Put yourself in a position where you can't retreat, where it's do or die, sink or swim. Here's what you'll find out. You'll develop incredible swimming skills. You'll find yourself stroking unlike you've ever seen before. Through the inspiration of desperation, you become more creative than ever before. All you can do is all you can do. And all you can do is enough. Make sure you do all you can do. Knowing when an opportunity is right and when more preparation is needed. Be patient in knowing the difference between when the opportunity is right and when more work needs to be done. Remain alert even if opportunity doesn't come right away. Keep looking. Be patient. Keep preparing for opportunities, even if there's a delay. Even if things aren't going just the way you think they should. Keep your disappointments at bay. Be prepared. Always be prepared. Don't let impatience allow you to give up. Take the little setbacks in stride. Don't let small disappointments discourage you. Don't let the little successes delude you. Avoid the emotional roller coaster that will always, always disrupt your plan. impact secret podcast show welcome to the family to my existing family big up as always thank you for joining at this show we shift the mindset through inspiration motivation with a standing foundation of self-discipline i am your respectful host ed for all you smart and intelligent folks out there listen that just simply means ed now pull up to the dinner table I got some stories to tell. You know the motto, the slogan that we live by, that we uh, live by here is bet on yourself. You won't win unless you get in the game and play. The quote of the decade, the quote that resonates with me. You never know how strong you are until being strong is the only choice you have. Bob Marley. Execution on disciplines and habits creates freedom. One question, 
two thought-provoking statements. First question. What you do, what would you do if you could fail but understood that failure could be a real uh lesson in your life? Again, what would you do if you could fail but understood that the failure could be a real le- lesson in your life? That was inspired by uh what's his name? John Maxwell. John Maxwell. First thought-provoking statement, identify the blessing slash lesson in each situation, whether good or bad, or we can say bad or good. Let's do that again. Identify the blessing slash lesson in each situation, whether bad or good. And my favorite, resilience. That is the third provoking statement, or second, I'm sorry, resilience. Today's episode is entitled Adversity into university adversity into university that was inspired by a story that pastor freddie haynes told about what dr martin luther king had talked about regarding his wife see if you don't know the story about dr martin luther king senior about how his wife was murdered in june i think it was june 30th 1974 at uh, Ebenezer Baptist Church playing, uh, I think it was the organ or the piano, and she was shot. And the thing about it is, is just imagine you lose your wife. Then um, I think Martin Luther King was shot in, oh man, slipping my mind now. Uh, I think it was 60, uh, not 68. Uh, I have to go back and look at that family, but point I'm trying to drive home regarding that is the fact that that was his that was his thing where he talked about how you turn adversities into a university see family I I had that lesson today matter of fact you see as as you are aware or if you're not aware normally I I I have set a goal for myself for getting up at 3 a.m. Monday through Friday. And I what I I had a situation in which the day before I had only got maybe two to three hours of sleep. And so I'm running on pier basically, you know, either whether uh, one of my favorite energy, well, two of my favorite energy drinks is BAM. I mean, uh, yeah, a bang, excuse me, and uh, Celsius. Those two are really good because. They have a lot of health components uh, aligned, aligned to it. So it's not just all sugary. So that's what I was on, you know, drinking. And so all of a sudden I, I'm, I have this burst of energy and 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 all of and I'm going doing all the different things that I, I've been meaning to, you know, complete like, you know, like household stuff like, oh, I'm gonna wash the dishes. I got to do this. And. <laughs> By the time I hit the bed and went to sleep, I mean, I crashed. And when my um, alarm went off at three, I was like, yep, I don't know if today is going to be the day. And I laid there for about a good 10, 15 minutes. And what I noticed is I was like, well, let me set another alarm just in case I'm not going to be so prideful because I was I was still tired. I was extremely tired. Uh, and I, I should have known better than that. And so anyway, I ended up getting up around about five thirty, quarter to six, and I jumped into my normal routine. And in, in my normal routine, I have a lot of different goals that I want to achieve, achieve that I'm measuring. 
and I didn't get to, to get to all of those goals. And then at that point, it pushed me to say, okay, what can I do in the amount of time that I have available to me? Okay, I can do this. I, I mean, what what is what is required? Like, what are non-negotiables? So for me, and this is just me, family, non-negotiables for me was I need to get my 45 minutes in, uh, well, actually an hour because of the additional cardio work that I do. Uh, so I said, 45 minutes on a treadmill, 15 minutes of just the calisthenics of, of everything. So let's say an hour, that is non-negotiable. That has to happen. What's the second thing that's non-negotiable? Well, me being able to take time to spend with God, my relationship with God and reading um, some of my favorite scriptures, understanding them and just um, just getting more in depth. That was non-negotiable. And then the third one, this show, this show is non-negotiable, meaning that again, this has to happen. There is no, there is no excuses why. So I just went ahead and moved forward. But what I learned about my resilience in my, and I think now I'm learning this may be my superpower is that in the past, you know, again, I would have probably done what I used to do and be frustrated. I would have been disappointed and I would have been, I felt like, you know, I let myself down. Like I'm looking at, I, I'm doing the Jerry Seinfeld deal where uh, I have X's up there for, uh, you know, the chain X's. If you don't know what that is. So every day uh, Jerry Seinfeld said, you know, I want to, I want to write a joke every day and I'm going to put X's up to simplify, signify that me not breaking the chain. And so today I was like, man, I just broke the chain because I didn't get up at the scheduled time of three. But then I started, at, but as, as I'm working out and I'm listening to, again, my inspiration and motivation things, uh, something said to me, but you did do it. Why don't you don't go, don't go that other direction. Don't go to to a dark side of feeling bad and feeling guilty you've just executed on things that you normally would take you know additional time but now you're in a time crunch now you have to identify the priorities what what now what is important and those important things you execute you go ahead and and you finish it i know i know that you wanted to get up at at three i know that your body is tired and sore i understand all that but you did it anyway see a lot of times family in life you put yourself in a situation when you have a small setback, even Jim, Jim Rohn. And I'll just tell you, all of this lined up, family. If you if you know how excited I am about that small setback that just happened to me, what Jim Rohn was talking about, small setback. Because, see, that was a small setback, but it could have turned into a major setback. Because, see, what I could have said to myself is, you know what? I've missed the 3 o'clock a.m. I'm just going to go ahead and sleep in, and I'll wake up when it's time close to to start my uh, particular shift. But I realized that no, let's go let's go ahead and, and, and execute. No, this is a small minor setback. How can I get back on track? How can I get back on course? And a lot of times when family what we'll when we have these small setbacks, we will we will set ourselves further back because we're like, oh, it's too late. I already missed it. You know, it's it's no way that this is gonna happen. So I might as well just go ahead and continue down the road that I don't want to go. And when you start going that down that road, you get further and further. And, and then when you look up, you know, you get lost and you're like, man, what what happened here? I, I didn't see that one coming. And that's why I was like, yep, that's it. That's why I love with with um, 
John Maxwell was talking about where about being able to turn the it like if you really just thought like okay no matter what and I'm going to remix this no matter what if you knew that you couldn't fail and I think I've heard this too before I think it was Kobe or I don't know who I heard it. if you could fail what would you go after if you knew you couldn't fail what would you go after and a lot of times family we won't go after that thing because the 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 concern of failure hey this morning i could have said this was a huge failure failure i mean i and, and then on top of that i had some additional distractions of, that were going on but i understood the power of just putting one foot in, in in front of each other that it works family i am i am a living testament of it no it wasn't perfect no yeah i would have loved it to have it this way but this is life. This is the real world. This is not a movie. If you think about it, there's been plenty of times where maybe you wanted something to come out one way. You wanted it to be so perfect. You wanted it to be so, you know, so grandiose that it was such such amazing thing, but it didn't turn out. It didn't turn out perfect. It turned out just right. And you were able to execute that there again. See, people either get caught up in trying to make it too perfect to make sure it works or you know they have the right clothes on camera or you know they look a certain way on you know on camera or that thing that they're doing is so you know doing it the right way instead of life is not going to happen you what if you were let's say you know when the when the um I don't want to say the economy but let's say when the, everything starts opening up again and I'm speaking at a conference or a school or whatever that may be and I'm on a plane and the plane gets there late and only time I have is to literally walk on stage because I'm run, running behind how do I respond see that's why I say family we have to experiment experiment with life we have to we have to to run these small experiments now so when the when the actual thing happens we're ready why do you think if you've ever been on a cruise one of the things that they have you do is before the activities, before everything really kicks off uh, and everything, they literally, in a sense, shut everything down and say, listen, everyone is going to learn. Basically, if if this happens, you need to learn how to put on your life vest and where you need to meet up at if you can get there in, in, in so many words. All right, great. Why do they do that? If you mind, if you allow me to use my imagination, what they're saying is, is, is that we want you to be prepared and it may be, it may be unorganized. It may be dysfunctional, but we're showing you that in this, in this type of environment, because when, if something does go wrong, you're not going to be like, have the opportunity. Well, let me go grab this. Let me go do this. No, we need to go find out where the location is, where we need to be. And if we can't make it there, you know, what is our, our alternatives? And they show you that as well, because family, we can't live in this perfect world. The, the world is, is not built on perfection. What is built on, I, and this is just my humble opinion, my respectful opinion is it's built on being able to progress and have the resilience to keep moving on no matter what, turning your, your turning, turning, um, identify the blessings and lessons in each each situation, whether bad or good. And that for me has really been a challenge for me. I don't know about for you being able to look at a situation and be like, 
Yeah, that's that's a true blessing. I'm you know, I'm I'm so glad that, you know, my husband left or my wife left or my 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 kids won't talk to me or this job let me go. No, it's not it's no, I'm not gonna you know I'm not gonna feed you any sugar cookies or chocolate chip cookies. I'm gonna just tell it like a TI is. It's not it's 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 not easy. But what I do understand is is that you have the opportunity to uh vent and get that frustration off your out of your mind and out of you know out of your 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 mouth yet now it comes the required steps that's why i always love when i was watching this documentary about food and i forgot the name of the documentary however uh the guy said how people mess up is is that they have one like let's say they planned out that you know i'm going to eat healthy seven days a week and they have one day a week where they may have messed up that that day of week they messed up as far as eating something that wasn't part of their lifestyle plan of the choice that they made. And then they just go on a binge and start eating the bad way, the whole way out. And he said, he used an analogy. He said, if you have a flat tire, what do you, do you cut all the rest of the other three tires just because you have one flat tire? No, what you do is, is that you get, you rebound and you get back up. And that's what we have to understand family through adversity and through the adversity, we have to turn that into our university and educational platform in which allows us not just to help ourselves because it's not about, we, we don't live here just to help ourselves. We are here to serve. I am here to serve. So for me being able to be transparent about to say, you know what, I didn't make my 3 a.m. call, but you, this is what I did in response. I still have made a way to say I'm going to accomplish the things that I had that I had already planned for the week before or the night before. And even though I am two hours behind how do I how do I find ways to pick up that time? And this is what I, this is my approach. See, family, that's that is that is how you, we need to start addressing things. Yes, this happened. Yes, I know uh, they let you go. Yes, I know that, you know, this was the love of your life and you can't believe that now they're walking away or, or walking, basically walking out of your life. Yes, I know your, your kid was a good kid. And then this thing happened and now they're in trouble. How do we respond? What do we do next? What are what are what where are we? going to go from here well again it's taking a step at a time it's it's taking a a a real planned approach in a sense but not so much planning you know them you know another one of the models here which i would love to give credit to this person who said it 95 percent execution and five percent planning again 95 percent execution five percent planning i can plan my my butt off and and plan so well uh, or whatnot but life is going to show up and say that plan that you got how bad do you want it because we're going to throw this at you. We're going to throw this distraction at you. You're going to you're going to set your alarm. You're going to get your workout clothes on and you're going to get everything ready. And then, bam, something going to something is going to happen. It was funny because I remember um, and when I I remember when I had so working out every day, I had my clothes set out. So I had my clothes set out. And next thing I know, um, it's an ice storm in Dallas Fort Worth. I'm like, What? how do you get an ice storm here in Texas? And so now the, the, the things that I wanted to do, I couldn't do. So it was just like, what do you do now? Because all the lights, I mean, we had no lights, no electricity, anything. And instead of saying, 
all right, well, since I can't do anything, what, what, what can I do now? And what I was like, well, what I can do now is take this time to pick up some books that I've been wanting to read. So let me read these books I got here. Let me, um, find out ways how I want to make the show better. What can I, what more value I can add? What, what can I give, uh, for free to, to the family to help them along their journey? And that's why I realized, you know, about these small setbacks. If you if you don't if you don't look at them as small setbacks mentally, it will it will frustrate you to the point that you just are tired of going. That's why I always say only way you're going to be resilient is you have to be tested and being tested every day. I tell you, it's not the most funnest thing, but once you get through it, you are you, you just like, wow. I really did that. Like today I was so excited for myself because I was like, you did it. You didn't, you didn't stop. Like you didn't make an excuse. You didn't say, well, you know, um, just because I missed the mark, you know, I'm I'm not going to go back after them. No, we're going back to the mark. We're going back for what, what they owe us. We're going back for what they said I couldn't do. I'm going back to make sure they understand. And you need to have that mindset too, family. And, Another thing while I'm on that topic of going back, keep knocking on the door. Keep knocking on the door. Family, every day that I put out a show, I, uh, I always, my th- my point is, this is another opportunity for me to knock on the door. This is another opportunity to keep going. This is, a, this is the thing that I want to make sure that I am consistent enough with that I build up a, a, a good like-minded base in which that we can go ahead and exchange ideas that we can build and grow from each other because somebody out there is counting on me to deliver this five days a week. There may be one or two people. I don't know. But what I do know is that now that when I, when you become a server, when you have a server to type mindset, you release how you're feeling today. You release how what you don't want to do today, you step up and you deliver and you deliver with the same passion as if you were excited about doing that thing that you were doing. So family, I'm not going to keep you long. I know I held you, but I get a little excited. I was really excited today because of how I didn't sugarcoat the problem of I didn't get up on time. I didn't get up when I said that I was committed to but I didn't make an excuse of why I couldn't finish. I didn't say it was this person's fault. This is all my fault. I took accountability, but I didn't. After I took accountability, I said, now it's time to get to work. And that's what I did. So family, I challenge you is to when you face adversity, turn it into your university in a way that you say, OK, yep, I did. I did miss mess up there or I didn't, you know, uh, I didn't execute there. Now let me go back and finish what I started. So I just finished what I started. I appreciate you taking the time to listen to this episode, this show. It really means a lot to me because I know there's a lot of uh, material out there, a lot of content that you could, you know, spend your time with because time is something you'll never get back. So I appreciate you rocking with me and taking the time to understand my points of view and the points of views of what I've learned from others. Until next time, this is your boy, E.D., and this is the Impact Secret Podcast Show. Peace.